Welcome to Money's a Mitch podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. I think it's safe to say that we have been through a great deal over the past couple of years. I don't know. Call me crazy. Trying to remember back to the last pandemic. Can't quite remember. Not that old. But in modern day times, we have all, really around the world, have been through a lot. It's taken its toll on certain levels. So much against us. So much weaponizing of fear. You can't even agree to disagree anymore. If you disagree with somebody on an issue, you have to unfriend them. You have to unfollow them. You have to hate them. You have to wish them ill will. When did that happen? Why did that happen? So some people go, well... It's tense right now, Mitch. It's just, it's super tense right now. Let's just wait and see how all this shakes out. And I think to myself, man, if you're waiting to see how things shake out, you're telling me a huge story about you, that you're always waiting for something to validate, to confirm, to reflect back to you that, oh, it's okay now. See, conscious leadership, and that's what, we delve into here. And I know leadership is a big word and sometimes I wish I could come up with another word and maybe that's my goal from intention for myself is to come up with another word because it, it evokes so many different things for people. But conscious leadership, leading at a higher level of consciousness, taking ownership, taking responsibility, no blame, no judgment, using everything for your growth and upliftment, Fortifying and improving the quality of life for other people. That's conscious leadership. And it's other things. (laughs) But the people who are stepping up in consciousness and learning to lead themselves at a higher level are not sitting back and waiting to see how things shake out. They're not waiting to see what happens. There's not going to be some moment. I've talked about this before where... Suddenly, the police cruiser is going to come down the street and over the loudspeaker, the coast is clear, you can come out now. It's not going to happen. The coast has to be clear within us. We have to let go of againstness. We have to start seeking areas of compromise, of understanding, of compassion, of empathy, 
because that is what leading oneself and ultimately leading other people at this higher level of consciousness proves to be all about. But people get caught up in the waiting game. They're waiting for the outside world or something or someone to say it's okay. You can come out now. You can go do what you want to do. Or, and I see this all the time, people go off on a tangent of energy and excitement and enthusiasm and ego and all of that. And they ride this wave and they start branching out in business, in relationships, and they've got it all handled. It's Everything's going well. And it's just go, go, go. And then all of a sudden it stops. Because they're waiting. They're waiting for some outside validation. They're waiting for somebody to, to say to them, you are good. You are talented. You are enough. See, there's a reason why it's not called other esteem. Huge. <laughs> Significant. I've told this story before where my daughter, when she was much younger, one of my kids, when she was much younger, loved to draw. And she would, she came in one day to my office and she was, I had, she had this look on her face, this beaming look on her face. And she's like, daddy, daddy, I want to show you what I just drew. Oh my God. You know, and uh, tell, you know, daddy, look. And it's this really amazing picture. Like, kid's got some talent. I caught myself. Caught myself. Because I remembered in the moment, that face when she walked in the door, that she was seeking my validation. And I was going to give it to her. But I was going to do something else first. And I turned it back to her. And I said, well, I said, tell me first, what is it that you like about this? She went off. She goes, well, I like the way my friend showed me how to make a bow and the hair and, you know, and this and that. And I really just like the way I did that and whatever. And she, I wanted her to tell me what she liked about what she did. I wanted her to first and foremost feel good about what she accomplished. And then I layered on top of it. Yeah, I like that too. And I also like, and there's a reason why I did that. Because here's the setup. She runs in the room. Daddy, daddy, look what I did. Look what I just drew. And uh, daddy goes, oh, my God, that's amazing. You are so talented. Beaming from ear to ear, smile across the face. Cheeks get flushed and red. Now she's really excited when she goes into school the next day to show her art teacher. I don't know her art teacher. I don't know how she or he would react or respond to that. But let's just say she runs up with that same experience. Now she's carrying with her what she liked about it. She's carrying with her what I liked about it. And she's just imagining that she's going to get this validation from the art teacher. Look what I just drew. Look what I did last night. And the art teacher maybe takes a look at it and says, oh my God, you know, wow, what do you like? Tell me what you like. Or the art teacher maybe says, well, why would you choose that color? Now the oxygen releases from her lungs, deflates her energy, her ego, all everything just completely deflates. And now she went from this amazing high to this amazing low. 
well, I guess I'm not that talented. I guess I'm really not that good. See, this is, a, this is not an unusual scenario. And I see it time and time again with adults who start a business, buy into a business, get off to the races, and then come up against their resistance. And then it just stops. Because when it was easy and the energy and the flow was there and they were going, everything was great, yeah. But all of a sudden when somebody says, why are you doing something like that? You of all people, I would never buy something from you like that. Are you nuts? Have you lost your mind? Now, some people just need to hear that once. Other times, it may take three or four or five times for them to hear it, or 10 people to say no, and then all of a sudden they disappear, or they get going for a period of time and everything is going well, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden they start running up against resistance, 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 and all of a sudden, All those old beliefs and all those old stories flood back in. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not talented enough. And they're waiting. They're waiting for somebody to come back and say, no, 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 you can do this. And here's why. Well, look what you've done. They're looking for someone or something to validate why they may be good at something or why they can accomplish something. And any resistance to that to to that is going to create and is going to call upon old old beliefs, old doubts, old uncertainties. It's going to mess with people. So, leading oneself is this idea. Well, I've really to me is I've done everything that I can do, and now I'm waiting on. Things to catch up, waiting on people who may or may not be ready at some point in time, and I'm just going to keep going. I'm waiting on hearing back from somebody who said they're going to give me back call, call back on Thursday, and I'm waiting on that. But there's a difference between waiting on and waiting for. Waiting on, to me, establishes that I've done the work that I needed to do. I've done my part. I continue to do my part. I don't take my foot off the gas. I may pause for a minute. I may take a break for a minute. I may rest for a minute. I may go take a walk. I'm going to take care of myself. But I'm always holding whatever I'm doing, whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm believing, whatever I'm wanting, I hold that in consciousness wherever I go. And I understand and know my vision. I understand and know the magic that exists inside of me and exists inside of other people because I've seen experiences of this when I'm honest with myself. When we are honest with ourselves, we see kindness if we're looking for kindness. We see gratitude and experience gratitude if we're looking for it and if we're engaging in it. But what we focus on expands. So as soon as three or four or five or six or seven people or whoever, how many people say no or start saying, what are you doing? Or say to my daughter, why would you choose that color? There's always that possibility that that person then just stalls. They just stall. Or they doubt themselves or they go, gosh, here's a pattern here. I seem to get only so far and then it falls apart. I guess I'm not talented enough. I guess I'm not smart enough. And sometimes I'll reach out to these people when I see all of a sudden there's been a drop-off in whatever they were 
pursuing and the excitement and enthusiasm, their frequency was running really, really high. And all of a sudden it just drops and I can sense it. I can feel it. I don't even have to talk to people. I can feel it. And I'll reach out. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe this isn't really for me. Eh, maybe this is not. I don't know. And it leads to a discussion. And you find out they've been telling stories to themselves, about themselves. They've been telling stories to themselves about other people. They've been making stuff up in their mind. Well, I never heard back from so-and-so. And she was supposed to be leading me and helping me. And I don't know. I reached out a couple times. And I don't know. When I didn't hear back, I just thought, well, she doesn't really care. Well, well. We'll tell any story we have to tell to get to the root of what it is that we truly believe. So we have to learn how to work with our beliefs. Otherwise, we're waiting. We're just waiting for to be validated. We're waiting to be assured that we're talented. We're waiting to be assured that we're loved. Man, this leadership concept, this leading yourself at a higher level, and it, it comes down to anything. In your relationships, in if you're married, if you're dealing with a, a, a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a son, a daughter, a parent, this ability to really genuinely lead oneself through the muck is challenging. So I truly believe that everybody is a leader. They confirm that because, well, most people will get out of bed every day and do something, or they'll make a choice not to get out of bed, and they're still leading themselves to not get out of bed. So I'm dismissing all these notions of what a traditional leader may look like in someone's mind from a movie they saw or from a sport they participated in or whatever they've got conjured up in their mind. I do believe we're all leaders, and it is true. Are we effective as a leader? Are we moving forward to what it is that we want to accomplish, to what it is that we want to participate in? Or or are we staying the same? Or moving backwards? Repeating old patterns? Using the past as somehow confirmation of whether or not we can or can't do it? We're fine when the ego takes over and we ride this wave and things are going well, but all of a sudden when things aren't necessarily coming back to us as validating that we're good and we're talented and we're smart and we're all these things. And we take it on to mean that somehow it's about me because someone said, no, it's really, they're saying no to me. That's not the case, but man, it's so easy to go into that default. So easy to go there. So we're constantly in this waiting game. We're constantly waiting for, instead of waiting on, instead of doing what we know we need to do, taking all the steps that we need to take, trusting the divine timing of all of it, continuing to create forward momentum. But as soon as all of a sudden, sometimes what people happen is they just get caught up in this whole thing where all of a sudden they get all these old beliefs start flooding back. 
the limitations catch up to you. If we let it. My God, isn't it narcissistic to think that everything is about me? Whether I'm good, whether I'm bad. Whatever is being reflected back to me from friends and family, from all of it. We're waiting. So the goal, (laughs) it's going to sound really obvious, stop waiting. Stop waiting for the confirmation. Confirm yourself. Hold a vision strongly for yourself. Do the mental rehearsal every day. Close your eyelids. See yourself succeeding at that higher level. My daughter was going for a job interview today. I was driving over there. She was nervous. She goes, I'm just nervous right now, but I know when I get in there, I'll be fine. I said, well, why don't you be in there right now? She kind of looks at me like, oh, God, here we go. I said, just close your eyelids and be there right now. What are you saying? What is the person? What's the person? Is is it a woman? Yes. Okay. What is she saying to you? What are the questions she's asking? What are you answering? What's your energy like? How do you feel in the interview? Are you excited? Like, create that for yourself. So she kind of half-assed did it at best. So we get to the job interview. I'm doing some other things. And she texts me, where are you? I go, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. She didn't show. She had a she had an emergency and she couldn't show. Oh boy. My luck. <laughs> and there we were. She was all excited because if she would get the job, then it would be confirmation of something about her. Validation about something about her. So when I, by the time I got to her, the, the look on her face was just sour. She was just deeply buried inside of her head and running a million different stories about how this isn't going to work out. She wasn't waiting for me to tell her otherwise because she was, was waiting for the interview to confirm that she would get it and she'd be good and she'd be talented and this would be great, all that stuff. The fact that it didn't happen, now she was deflated. And I said, well, the person had a had a, a last-minute emergency. They said they would call you. They were apologetic. Let's move on with the day. This is how we learn how to adapt to things in life. We don't take everything on so that we're moving throughout the day where we're either in an extreme high or extreme low because things are working in our favor. Because the outside world tells us that. What does your inside world tell you? What are the stories that we need to cultivate inside? What are the stories that we need to let go of that don't work anymore, that limit our ability to move forward, that constantly create this scenario where we become a victim based on what others think of us, approve of us, do for us, do against us. We become a victim to that. We ride their emotional roller coaster. They're upset with us, we get down. Must be something wrong with me. They're happy again, we're back up. We have an inside game. <clears throat> and there go the dogs. We have an inside game. 
We need to use it. We need to call upon it. We need to bring it forward. We need to start creating within us a belief and an understanding of who we are, what our vision is for ourselves, what our commitment is to other people, what it is that we want to be a part of. Do we want to be a part of the againstness? Do we want to constantly keep taking sides and finding who's right and who's wrong? All we're doing is feeding back into all of the old stories and all of the old beliefs. And the old stories and the old beliefs have just gotten you to this moment. And if you want to keep staying in this moment, you keep repeating those patterns. You keep repeating those beliefs. You keep buying into the old stories. When you want to go forward and you want to support yourself and be able to support others in that pursuit, you pick up the pen. And you start writing a different story. And you embed that story in your subconscious. And you see it unfolding every day. And you feel it unfolding every day. And you hear it unfolding every day. And you taste it unfolding every day. And you don't allow anyone, anyone or anything to suddenly determine that you are not who you know yourself to be. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 